Well, I think you should get amongst it, you two. Like it Harley and I. Oh, we have. Many. We've tried. <laughs> I keep trying to put a baby in him. <laughs> it, it just won't take. take. <laughs> <laughs> one time we thought, oh, this is it. But I just had to do a shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley. The other one is Wads. It's not really Wads. It's Waves. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. If I know anything about women, is that they love an unexpected testicle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, they're only human, aren't they? <laughs> or maybe they're not. <laughs> they're a weird subspecies. <laughs> Speaking of, we've got one in the room. It's George McIncray. Date one, pop a scallop. Yeah. <laughs> George, of course, is uh, the uh, founder of the rideshare service Sheba, which is just kicking goals, which is, is fantastic. Service. Thank you very yes. much. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, and also, you're a mother of a certain amount of children. Like 20 I've, kids I've, or 27 children. No, four. <laughs> yeah. Just the yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. are they all doing? They're alive? Yeah, they're good. One's just gone to overseas, which I take oh. as a personal insult. Um, uh, to live or holiday? Just on holidays, but for seven months. So she might as well just. Do you get, um, do you get a bit worried there? Uh, How old's your child going on a holiday for a seven, seven she's months? She's 21. Fuck, Sheba is doing well. <laughs> seven month holiday seven at 21. Month. Fuck you. Took the car over there. She's, this is the one. She's always had a certain glass half empty view. She's the one. So she's the only girl. And yep. then, so I had the four under five. And when we had Toby, I rang her and said, ah, oh, Bridge, you know, you've got a little brother, Tobias. And she said, well, what are you going to buy us? And I said, no, no, you've got a little brother, Tobias. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she, <Hey-ho! laughs> she said... I knew it'd be a boy. I never get what I want. I'm four, and I've never even been to Japan. <laughs> and um, so, <laughs> finally, she is in Japan. Um, right, currently. great country, great so country. She's she's off there with her her love interest, a beautiful young man called Christy. 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 Uh, that's that's not a man's name. Don't Christy be the Fisty. That's what they call <laughs> <laughs> Something for George to think about he later. He's a, a jazz musician. Um, oh, fuck it out. <laughs> Listen, up until that point, I thought you'd done a great job as a mother, but you've really fucked it. Look, that's not. He also does other things. I did go and see his recital, um, which, which was. It was a big commitment. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, You've already got four kids. You don't even know what. Shout out to Christy if you're listening. Look, it took. We love you, mate. It took a lot. I just, I don't know about jazz. I can't. I can't get it. It makes me feel stupid. Well, because you're white. Yeah, he's pretty but white. I think but he like, gets uh, it. jazz is a real superiority complex sometimes, I think. It makes me... F- I think it actually just brings out the inferiority complex in those of us who feel inferior. Yeah, right. Which would be comedians and... Yes. Entrepreneurs and, <laughs> and stay-at-home dads. Let's <laughs> 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 not forget our waiter over there. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Who's entrepreneurial and very funny. Um, but yeah, I think don't, don't you reckon? Like, I don't know that they're trying to make us feel small, but they do. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot of jazz anymore. I, I remember it seemed the kind of thing that I thought I'd listen to in my late teens and early twenties, and I thought I'll, I'll, I'll listen to jazz so I could say that I listened to jazz. Yeah, it was more. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, I'm a bit bored of this, actually. Yeah. I moved on yeah. to something else. I had a crush on a boy, and I used to go and see this thing called Jazz After Dark at the Art Centre. 
And then I realised I'd rather be eating poo yeah. than going to it. And everyone was turning around sort of <laughs> clicking in an offbeat uh, fashion. Gross. Fuck off. If you're out there, you listen to jazz, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I do like jazz, but I, I was listening to it mostly when I wasn't smoking. Yeah. You know, I think you've got to be a smoker. It? Did you get it? I don't know. Dad just had it on. It was either classical music or jazz in our house. And, and it was yeah. fine. It was a nice vibe. Yeah. It's good background music. Yeah. Oh, it just makes me feel time. anxious, like I should be in... Sh- it gives me a lot of shoulds feelings, <laughs> like I should be f- enjoying this. Yeah. I'm failing it. I'm failing the music. Oh, well, you're really going through some stuff. I don't think it's the jazz. <laughs> 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 I think the jazz. Forget the jazz. Well, you need to look inside on, yourself a little bit <laughs> there, George. Anything else? I just like, you know, my pop. Like, yeah, yeah, give me some Katy Perry, something I can <laughs> feel like. Oh, these are my people. Well, now you're talking our language. Clearly, we're both... Give me some chisel. I can... Oh, now we're people talking. I can relate to. I interviewed, uh, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? <laughs> the lead singer of Cold Chisel. Uh, Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes, that was horrible. Um, I interviewed him once and uh, he showed uh, me how he warms up yeah. and literally nearly busted my eardrum. Oh, the, really? The wow. volume on him is incredible. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and he's got something, he, he, he hurt his um, vocal cords to a point now where he kind of is subhuman in what he can do with his voice box. <laughs> so he overstretched he, it. He split them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that's why he can... He's lived a life, hasn't he? He has lived Barnsley. a life. He's fucked kids for days as well. Yeah, has he, he got eight or nine got, or something? Has he? Really? Yeah, he's got a lot of kids. Yeah, Let's not got, look that up. There's not, no one look it up. Nobody it's eight knows. or nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Right it's eight to, and nine. Right to wait. And do, you, do you find like with your boys that they were quite dumb like when they were a bit younger? Because I was at school today. Last day of term. Last day of term free dress, as we yeah. record and this. So I was dropping Penny off. She's having fucking she looked top shelf as well. She's yeah. wearing... Who cares what she's wearing? Dior. She was, she was Just wearing. as a Dior. She was in Dior. Uh, <laughs> but there was these two boys, like older boys, maybe about like eight or nine. Idiots. Uh, idiots. Just idiots. And one of them like lifts out his jacket and he pulls out like a bottle of Coke. Because all that sh- Coke and sugar just goes, yeah. look, I bought it in, I bought it in. Great. And the other one has like pretending like his bottle of Coke's his boner. He goes, yeah, I've got a boner. Look at my boner. At eight or nine. At eight or nine. And I was like laughing and laughing at these guys. <laughs> Great. Like that's, that's what I would do. I thought, fucking young boys are the best. Young men are just the best. They're so dumb. They're so fucking moronic. And they're just like, oh, I got a fucking Coke cock. <laughs> that's funny. I'm like, yeah, it is funny. It's genuinely funny. It is funny. <laughs> Good call. Because those of you who don't think uh, dick jokes are funny, when was the last time you saw a penis? Why are they're you ridiculous. To this yeah, why are you listening to this? Because <laughs> you had to look after three dick owners. Yes, yeah, yeah. three owner proprietors. And look, they are, they are funny and they still um, make quite a lot of gags about. Wanks. About dicks, but mostly yeah. farts. They're the ones that well, um, I can't argue. Also, good content. Yeah. They they really do care a lot about their their about the their gas. dicks and their and Trumpet their farts. And <laughs> I also like teaching little boys, and that's where we learnt the term "popping a scallop." Because I used to like <laughs> teaching little boys who would come to school sometimes without undies and sit cross-legged on the, <laughs> on the ground and you'd have to say, oh, you come. A Sorry, little guy. <laughs> You're popping a scallop. You do look like little scallops, don't You're going to have to wear some undies and I have to talk to mum about Future concreter right there. <laughs> yes, well, you know, you just don't want other kids checking out nah. your seafood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's good to have a bit of privacy 
but I like it now because my kids all went through kinder with the same kids and then primary school and then high school. Oh, really? A little crew? Yeah, they're a real gang. And nice. And when Paddy had his 18th recently and, you know, had to call a couple of ambulances and all the standard, <laughs> uh, standard okay. behaviour. Right oh, that's right. George's kids love ketamine. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this was non-ket related. This was some dickhead bringing bottles of Jim Beam. And, uh, you, know, oh, yeah. you know, it's classic. Oh, mate, you're 18. Now you can drink like they haven't been since they were 15 in parks, right? So, um, <laughs> but they can officially drink it. And I'd taken, we'd provided beers and, yep. you know, yeah. some champagne and stuff. And they all had notes. This is the official way to do the party. Um, so I'd taken the spirits and put them away. But of course, this child had been talking to me perfectly well, taking photos and all yeah. that stuff. Suddenly, incomprehensible, yeah. passed yeah, out. Yeah. I'd rolled him on his side. Lightweight. And one of my friends... But lucky that you guys were there to call the ambulance. I remember like many times when I was in my teens, drinking myself to the point of unconsciousness. Yeah, well, this kid and, does it a lot. And nobody <laughs> nobody called anyone. No. Nobody called a thing. You'd just leave you in like in a cold yeah. field at like two yeah. degrees. Because you know, you're children. Because like, you're children. Yeah, acting like yeah, an idiot. It's, yeah. it's bad. And I think... Look, I might have just left him there, but other parents thought we probably should call an ambulance. But my friend who was helping <laughs> did something that really pissed off the other kids at the party, which was as he vomited, she was just saying, give me a jacket, give me a jacket. And she was just kind of wiping up spew with really <laughs> cool, expensive <laughs> <laughs> can jackets. That'll teach you all. <laughs> well, you were in, you in the house. Yeah, in my party. house. There's yeah. towels. Yeah. There were towels, and this is what my, <laughs> my son, who stood there going, Mum, what the fuck? Why is she grabbing? And then she was putting these things under his head, and then he'd roll to one side and bleh, another Jan Jack all over. <laughs> Someone's really beautiful. And these very polite children were going, Can I just. Oh. <laughs> Could you just not put it off? Oh, yeah, it's gone. And because she was being really officious and fast moving and sort of. Kind, but in that way that a kid can't say, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. are you fucking joking? There, that was a $300 downfield jacket. <laughs> um, it was done. It was too late. Jim Beam soaked, ruined. Uh, you know. So the Ambos came? The Ambos came um, and we thought the coast was clear. They piled this little boy into the back of an ambulance and just as they were about to head off, another young man came out and... Also fell unconscious on the front, ver- on the front just, veranda. Oh, while you're here. <laughs> hey guys, guys, don't go yet. And well, I've got you. <laughs> I reckon there's four they, or five inside that can come with you. Well, then they called the police and said, we have to shut this party down. So I oh, just really? went outside and had to turn off the... It was 12.30. It's the perfect ending. Like, I yeah, didn't want to... I was thinking ending. then at that stage. <laughs> it's the fairy tale story, <laughs> isn't it? The Cinderella ending. I didn't know how I was going to get them all out yeah. otherwise and so i just went out turned off the music grabbed the mic and said adios amigos we had a great time thanks for coming it's all been fantastic we're shutting it down the <laughs> popo are on their way everyone put on their vomit filled jackets <laughs> and walked into the <laughs> night that jacket doesn't have vomit on it quick get the kid vomit on that jacket <laughs> um but yeah it was only it was Good. There are only two two boys who spewed. Um, there might have been some girls doing some little neat voms. Um, yeah. In <laughs> oh, girls do a neat vom. A neat vom, and there was one girl crying. But apart from that, there was the only 
drama of, of the evening. Well, it's not a you, it's, nice not, it's not a teenage it's party unless there's a, there's a someone crying in a corner for a moment. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, got to be a bit of drama. Was, got to, you have to have that. There was drama. There were speeches, and there was a boy who looked like who's the baddie in Harry Potter with very blonde. Oh, um, uh, Malfoy. Malfoy. So yeah, I called Can't believe I called knew him that. out during the speeches because he was talking while I was speaking. And I was like, dude. You know, I'm, I'm a, a mum and a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I will tear Malfoy in you asshole. And the other kids all just went, whoa. And, uh, yeah, he was quiet after that. Um, <laughs> a little bit of self-harming went on. but <laughs> Well, it's good for the kids these it's days, isn't it? It's good for the kids to see. So what age is your youngest one? 16. So six, so this was the 18-year-old's ma- 18. So he's, party. Number, he's third born. And, yep. yeah, so Bridget had a 21st that went off without a hitch. Uh, well, she's got a jazz musician as a boyfriend. Well, that's right. She's had an 18th and a 21st. Joe had an 18th that got shut down by the popo. <laughs> Patty, but that happened at like 10.30. That was bad. Why? Um, what happened there? Fuck yes. Oh, this look, is great. I feel like we don't need to ask the horror stories now. <laughs> leading off. Uh, well, that, that was a tricky one because it was meant to be at his dad's and then his dad decided that because Joe's a January baby – all the other kids were really young, so yeah. he didn't want to have the response. He, well, he said, I'll have the party, but no alcohol and no music after 10 p.m. Oh, great. Which is pretty much a way of cancelling the party. So then I was seeing someone at the time I said, look, you can have it at my apartment block. Yeah. But I don't think he told everyone else in the apartment block that this was what was going to happen. So it went off and <laughs> the residents were coming at us about every eight minutes saying, um, excuse me, I live at apartment number 30. Have you got permission? Have you? And then so then the police came and we were just about right until this kid who was the school captain um, collapsed and vomited. Everywhere, and the boy who was trying to support mother him of the year over here was, was a kid who was he drank a whole bottle of ouzo and he, he like an in, you know the really long ones yeah, that, that yeah, you yeah. see behind pubs that are meant to last a pub like three months. Well, he drank one of those, um, and again, <laughs> well because they preload like you put on yes. the alcohol, yeah, you pregame, and then they. They Everyone knows you pre-game. They pre-gamed to such a degree. <laughs> and that boy, so he he collapsed. And the person who caught him was a boy that I'd taught at school, the only kid I'd ever had to expel, um, a boy called Steve who'd come along to give me a hand. Um, oh, he's, he's come all right then. Uh, yeah. He's gorgeous. He's fantastic. He's Why'd a, you have to expel him? If, oh, can well you tell that story? You don't have to. No, no, I can. He called our Year 9 coordinator a... Pedophile, C bomb, something, and he was none of those things. But he just hated school, and then he ran away. He was on a contract. He'd been driving the mower around. (laughs) I don't know why the school did this. They let him drive the mower (laughs) around, and he'd just drive past all the portable classrooms and just write rude words into the grass. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking inspiration. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was hilarious. Um, He was such a great kid, but he just hated school. He just wanted to get out and build houses. Like, that's all he wanted to do. And we had to keep – he was young – and we had to try and hold on to him until he could do his apprenticeship. Yeah. And then he got into his apprenticeship and now, you know, makes a fortune building beautiful houses. And um, so we've always, you know, I, I always sort of had his back a bit because I just thought he was hilarious. Um, 
He was one of these kids when I tried to separate him from his best friend. Uh, this is when, when I just thought, you're really cool. He, he'd just get up and go, you got to keep them separated. <laughs> he just always had a song for everything. So I've got a question based on this because yeah. it's just, uh, it's something that I'm currently struggling with. You seem not only immersed in your kids' lives, but in their friends' lives. Like yeah. you know them and this is what I'm struggling with because I am becoming more and more private and more and more uh, introverted uh, in my sort of home life, public life. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to meet new people. I don't want to meet parents. Um, but I'm w- realising now I- I'm on the precipice of things like sleepovers um, oh. and I need to be getting to know my kids' friends. Yeah. I need to engage with them. Yes, you do. I, 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 did Are you, you interested in them? I'm interested in my kid. But are you interested in their f- friends? No, <laughs> because I don't. I don't want to. I don't want other kids, right? But I. I can't just always be shipping my kid off for sleepovers no. or playdates. I've got to be. And 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 Leo is bringing that up. He brought yeah. it up the other day. He's like, you all the other kids have like a playdate a week. We don't do playdates at all. And I'm like, no, you're right. Fair. <laughs> I'm just wondering, how do you do it? Like, was it a conscious choice to engage with your kids' friends or it just happened because you I, had a whole fucking tribe? I just like teenagers and kids. I just find them genuinely hilarious and interesting. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to talk to their parents. Right. I mean, sometimes I do, but I think because I always coach basketball and... Yeah, see, things like that, I don't do anything like that. No, cause I, but I, I love watching little it. people. I just think they're fascinating. Yeah, Claire's the same. She loves engaging. She yeah. loves it. Like the school had a talent show the other day. She's like, come along, we'll watch. I'm like, uh, what for? And she's like, yeah, the parents are coming along. I'm like, all right. So I go along there and we're the only parents there. She fucking <laughs> sold me down the river. And I told her, I said, you sold me down the river. She goes, I did fucking know. Right. Anyway, that's find- nothing to do with this podcast. Just have a little bitch of my wife there. Maybe go watch a kid's talent show. That went as well as you'd expect for yeah. a bunch of like five to 12 year olds. No talent. No. Well, you know It's what? just a show. That's what it's it is. It's just a show. And kudos to them for getting up on stage because I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. They got up there and they gave it a go. Yeah, but I hate kids putting on plays. Oh, so those Dutch. are the words that struck fear into my heart. Yeah. And the kids yeah. would say, Mum, we're putting on a play. Oh. And I'd just say, I You're can't. the audience. I've got cancer. I have to <laughs> <laughs> I'd Hold stay, on. I'd stay, but I have to go and get my spleen removed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to see I, I make sure I preload for those sorts of things <laughs> in school. <laughs> Pre-game. With but a whole lot of joints. But the oh, this is great. With no story arc, no character development, no nothing. Like, they're just terrible. I, I find, too, like my own experience at, at uh, our school is the types of people that usually engage in times, you know, things like uh, um, athletics day or school plays to be a helper are usually mums with heaps of kids. Yeah, right. Because they've got heaps. So it's like, what's a few more? Yeah. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, parents with only one kid are like, I am... I'm so broken. I'm so tired. Yeah. And like mums with four, like you were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Sleep's for fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah you're not match fit. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. being piss fit, you know. Yeah. So you've got to just keep up the, yeah. the, the work. But also I think you've got the um, – if, you, if you're interested in – I think because I came from a big family too and I like teaching and I like to know – what the kids are doing. Like I like playing cards with them. I like playing ping pong with them. I like hearing what their music – I like knowing what their what their language is and, you know, like even just the terminology they're using, like things like, – what's the term they used the other day? Totally placeboed, like, um, <laughs> you know, 
where someone was had taken a drug that didn't work properly and they were like, oh, it was just totally It didn't placebo. actually have drugs in it. It was just a sugar pill and they were totally placebo. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they're just, just the way they're playing with language. and so, I don't know. I just find it interesting and funny. Obviously, your kids aren't taking drugs yet, but um, well, when they do. Yet. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> but I, I actually did that on uh, my, my kid, on Leo the other day. Um, he was saying that he was sick and had a headache and I was like, you just need a drink of water. Um, so I just got uh, basically I got the tiniest amount of liquid Panadol, yeah, and then put in um, a little bit of Barocca and just watered it down, oh. and I went, "That's medicine for it." And yeah. it was a complete placebo thing. Yeah, all, yeah, all right. of a sudden, he was like, oh, gone. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Went to bed. Yeah, that'll do yeah. it. And I'll do the same thing when he starts asking for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some icing sugar. <laughs> now that's three hundred dollars. I'll put you on tick, mate. But you've got to fucking come good. <laughs> you get put one week. I'm coming for your thumbs. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. but, the, but the boys, you know, they are they are so delightfully funny and engaging. The thing I'm struggling with at the moment is that waking up to the list of deceased and dying species and they say it to me like over their wheat bix you know first thing and it's like top of the morning to you <laughs> oh, do you know that there's no more black billed you know fuck off finch left and I'll be like oh, <laughs> oh okay actually yeah how do you navigate that because you know we're in a generation that are going to be uh, blamed well yes. I, just, I, I blame right. mum and dad right same you know, I just say look Mum killed them. Um, oh, so the other day I got met with the no more white rhinos. The last one yep. died. Really? Yeah. No more white rhinos. That's it. You no knew it was on the way out. Gone. Yeah. I just say, well, tacos for dinner. <laughs> Rhino tacos. <laughs> I know where the last one went. It's in the freezer. Um, but you some know, sweet you have meat. To, you have to sort of mourn with them about it. Like it's really, it's really grim. Um, it's it's really hard, you know. So you got two you got two students left don't you, of high yeah, school two students. Two in year twelve. So they would be. So did Sorry, they one in year eleven, one in year twelve, two in BCS. Because I think like young people are just more empathetic in general. But also, did they strike yeah. for the for the student yeah, strike? They did. So they're like they're they're um they're, they're political activists at the moment. Very active. We're almost completely vegetarian. Um, right. But they they get bloody hungry. Like they're eating <laughs> a lot of eggs. Um. And they've stopped eating steak. But then we have these big discussions about, like, you know, if they do soy farming, then you have to deforest a whole yes. lot of areas. Like yeah. They've read this thing about almond milk clearing all this land in California. The way you engage with your kids is so admirable. Like yeah, it's, totally. It's a goal. Like, when I hear you yeah. talk about, like, how... Not everything about you is a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you've got to separate the chaff from the wheat, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some things where I'm, like, letting kids get drunk. Well, what are you doing? And then there's the ketamine chat, and you're like, well, fuck it, I can't fault that. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, I'll, all right, I'll write that one down. But just the way that, like, you engage with them and the way that... I, the way that you talk about them, it feels like they will engage with you on their yeah. own. Whereas when I was a teenager, I just didn't really want to engage with my parents. Like, I didn't really want anything to do with them. And yeah. so, like, to have that, that is, like, the goal, to have, like, your relationship with, with my girls as they get older. And it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. I love it. And it's something we've sort of talked about in the past, and possibly it's a podcast that's actually coming out after this that we've already recorded. But the, <laughs> the, the, um, the getting the right feel, and you seem to have it between being a mum and a friend. You know, yes. You some mums, you're like, you're too much of a friend. Yeah, you You've yeah. got to be a fucking mum. You've got to yeah. take control. You've got to know when to lay or down the law. Or a dad for that, mate. Yeah. 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 Oh, you've got to just the, the love and limits line all the time that I have in the back of my head all the time going. Like when my son the other day wanted me to drive him 
somewhere urgently and I'd just walked in the door. I was eating for the first time in the day and he was like, you've got to... Let, you've got to drive me straight away to drop my girlfriend home and I was like I've had no pre-warning of this I'm not taking in he's like you're a control freak you're, <laughs> you're a psychopath you're a bitch you're this you're that and I said <laughs> oh, well, just, and I just said give me five minutes I can see you're upset I will take you I'm going to finish this literally five minutes I'll take you He's like, Mum, I don't know why you're being such a control freak just just let me just, just take me now and drop it I said mate I know you revved up. I'll take you in a minute. Just, and then we got in the car. I finished it. I said, "All right, we're off." And he sat in the back of the se- in the back seat of the car with his girlfriend, who was just looking pale and so embarrassed and awkward. And um, and he's just. I said, "All right, we're off." Um, and he said, "Oh my God, you are just such a control freak. You just have to be in power. You're just playing mind games. You're just fucking mental." <laughs> and I just turned the car off. Got out. I said. Ah, you're done, mate. Went back inside. Did you? Oh. Left him in the Did car with the girlfriend. McEnroe's back on top. You're the boss. Yes. I love it. Team McEnroe. Team McEnroe. And he started sending me texts saying, I don't know what your problem is. I hope you feel happy now. I hope you feel happy that you took control. I hope you feel happy that you're a power tripper. Is this the 16-year-old? Yep. Um, Fucking slap that smile off his face. And I just wrote back and said, I love you. Let's talk when you've calmed down. Um, and he just kept going. I said, you can keep texting me all night. Phone's on silent. Love you. Talk to you later. And <laughs> oh, he just wow. kept coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. And um, then he sent me a message saying, really sorry. <laughs> Don't know what I was thinking. Um, I was in a K-hole. Uh, yeah, he just <laughs> Amazing. So he like had to like vent all the stuff out. And I when he got through like that. I just had to go, I will be the powerful wall of indifference. Like I'll tolerate, tolerate, tolerate. And I just go, nah. Because he was he in like that red rage. They're just that. Because what happened? You have to sort of know too, like their brain development, like like their frontal part of their brain gets flooded with cortisol, and they can't actually make a rational decision. Yeah. They cannot pull up, and this one in particular gets. So wild. He's the one who punches white goods. So he, <laughs> that's you know, right. He just Georgia, if you remember, <laughs> dragged a mattress out <laughs> down yeah, by the river. This is mattress kid. Yeah, this is mattress. Yeah. <laughs> when, when he gets so enraged and he just can't pull up, so you just have to say go sort of Satyagraha Gandhi and say non-violent, non-cooperation. Yeah, I'm not going to keep. I'll just be the benign wall of no. Yeah, and. You know, I was, I was so trying you're just to like the rock as that, that ocean just splashes hold over you. Just hold! <laughs> hold the line! Hold the line! <laughs> Sorry, man. You blew it. You blew it. You were going to get there. How are, the, couldn't. how are the other your other children with that one? Yeah, look, they can see he's growing out of it. Like right. yeah. It's sort of a developmental phase and he's... You know when he's when he's going off like the other day he was fighting with his bacon because he couldn't cut it up on the plate. He was really hungry and you know we're out for breakfast and his bacon wouldn't slice and you know <laughs> it was really shitting him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now he can laugh at himself like that's good. Know, and, yeah, yeah. And that was the turning point when he could start going. Uh, you know, I was very much like how you're describing your yeah. child at the same age. I was, 
oh, I was so fucking angry. Yeah. And no one in my head, no one would understand me. Yeah. And so I'd get in these rages with my mother. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Just because I had an expectation of what I wanted, whether yeah. it was a lift somewhere or whatever yeah. it was. And, and I wouldn't fight uh, white goods. I'd just punch walls. Right. And there was a lot of holes. That the, <laughs> and the way that they would solve that problem was like, you're fixing the wall. Yeah. And so then I'd have to have this real zen moment as I'm bogging up a wall and sanding <laughs> it back of, I might not do this again. <laughs> and then there was one day I was so fucking angry because you're just punching um, plasterboard. Yeah. You just go straight through it. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun and a lot of release. And I just fucking wailed on the wall and I'd hit a stud. <laughs> so it's just solid hardwood. <laughs> Coing, ah, that stopped me. Okay. I don't want to do that again. Well, he did it playing, uh, what's that game? Oh, you know that all the kids are playing for Masturbating. Ages. Fortnite. They oh, love it. Great game. He was playing Fortnite. And <laughs> oh, you do it more often than that. <laughs> 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 you mean you're locked in a room for oh, a fortnight? Yeah. <laughs> I just know all my good moisturiser goes away. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep saying to the boys, oh, I'm just so glad you've got such great foot hygiene because of all the socks I wore. <laughs> <laughs> and that you are so well moisturised. And they just, shut up, Mum. Be, be careful, though, if you're listening and you're a young man that thinks about doing it in a sock, you can give yourself sock cockburn. And that is... Uh, if you use that much Aveeno oatmeal moisturiser... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it good stuff? Non-lavender. Non-scented, <laughs> <laughs> hyperallergenic. Anyway, um, uh, this, boy, this lad, I ended up, it was a very expensive f- game of Fortnite um, at his dad's. He was playing and he put his fist through a, um, a piece of panelled glass. Oh. Um, vintage. Ooh. Not unlike your beautiful yeah. sliding doors here. And... Um, I got a call saying from Toby saying, um, "Yeah, you, your other boy um, has gone psycho and his hands bleeding and bleeding." So I went round to pick him up, and yeah, ended up in the hospital getting a surgical repair. Oh wow! But the surgeon was great because he said to him, "You know, if you punch someone's face," he said, "I've had guys lose their whole knuckle, lose full function of their hand because teeth." Oh, right. If you sever that with another man's tooth, you will, can lose the knuckle. Like it, so I know a guy who did that. Right. Lost lost the uh, little finger knuckle yeah. from oh, someone's wow. head. I never got angry, like really as a teenager. Like, sure, there was a couple of times, but mainly I sulked. I was a sulker. I just go into my room and not talk to anyone. For I'd, as I'd do as both. Possible. And angry then ask then me, sulk. Yeah, yeah. The people that <laughs> ask me great. something, <laughs> and I'd just be like, and just like walk away. <laughs> Which I think, like, if you're angry, at least you're getting out, like, the emotion. Whereas I would just let it fester and fester and everything was everybody else's fault. Just push Nothing it was down. my fault. Push yeah. it down. Push it all the way down. <laughs> yeah. All the way. <laughs> I just think I turn my viciousness into jokes at the family's expense. I did slam a door once, a big, heavy Victorian door, and it fell off and hit me right on the side of the head. And everyone just laughed so hard. <laughs> and then we had this family repairman, Mr. Malizia. God, he was a saint. And he came around and he f- put it back and fixed it. And because well, Mum and Dad were away, I was fine. I remember fighting with one of my brothers once, just walking really quietly and freakishly with a huge carving knife, saying, I'm, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And just not going fast at all. And he was. Yeah, because really, if really you're a bit running from someone, like, all oh, right, I can. 
but yeah. if someone's just chasing you slowly, like that's it's deadly purpose. Really frightening. Just keeps yeah. appearing around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time he walked in there, I just had the knife next to me. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Are your parents still around? Yeah, sadly, they're still. With us. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are in excellent health. They have survived bowel cancer, breast cancer. Oh, fuck. Wow. Um, prostate cancer. Oh, dear. Everything's they're had a go. Bionic. They, mum's had her cataracts done. They've had everything done. What wow. age are they? Uh, 80 and 78. Yeah, right. They're and really, are they they're engaged they're really in. They're fit and well. They're engaged in the kids' lives? Uh, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> no, they live at Sorrento. And, um, I love having you on, George. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so good. They, it's, it's a very long way away. So Sorrento, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a 55 minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't possibly leave the peninsula. Yeah. Oh, yes, they're, they're peninsula. Um, and they're good. You know, Dad handed out how to vote cards for the Liberal Party um, during the last federal election. And. Mum. I'm sure he listens to the podcast. Oh, he's big, big on the pods. Um, <laughs> and he would if he could use these damn contraptions. Um, <laughs> and mum votes for the ALP. So they cancel out each other's votes every, right. every year. Although dad did find himself um, a bit torn because the coast is being swept away. So, but, you know, given that climate change is a myth, he's kind of a bit perplexed. <laughs> As to why the peninsula is yeah, decreasing I think he in size. It's a green plot. <laughs> um, they get out there at night and take yeah, just dig it away. away. No, the green plot is your house that's going to be underwater in a minute. Yeah, yeah well, the dredging of the bay, I yeah. don't know. It has ruined the views at Portsy somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what will happen. But no, he's, you know, he's, he's just retired actually yesterday at 80. Wow. Um, yeah, he's been a GP for 56 years. Wow. So, yeah. Well, kudos to him. Yeah. For some yeah. things. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he was a he misdiagnosed my appendicitis, so he let my appendix rupture. Um, good good guy. Yeah. Uh, and that of um, all my other siblings. So, 5 out of 5 uh, didn't pick him up, but you know. Appendicitis. Well, yeah, that's I mean, just not the sh- only one that burst. Yeah, um, you know, like popped over nine hours of lying in agony, thinking oh. I was going to die in my bedroom. But look, I said no to a wagon wheel, and finally they took action. They went, <laughs> oh, she's fucking sick. Who'd <laughs> <laughs> have thought that a wagon wheel would save your life? But that's what it took. And was your mum um, the the homekeeper? No, mum worked full time. Mum was a teacher for and a principal of a couple of schools. So right. she worked full time from the time I was about four. Yeah. So wow. yeah. So you all just policed yourself at home a little bit? Yeah, mum would ring through directions and sort of hand out jobs piece by piece, which was pretty smart. So she'd be at work and she'd ring and say, you put the leg of lamb on. Then five minutes later she'd ring and say, you put the garden, you know, hose on the garden. Someone else bring the washing in. Yeah, else, right. You know, five kids, five jobs. And is yeah, that three. is that how you – because you're a working mum, um, but uh, your kids are a lot older because you were – well, you were a working mum when they were All young. All the way through, pretty yeah. much. You were on radio, I, you were yeah. on the circuit. Yeah, but I think I did... Um, I still sort of did it mostly on myself. Because I... Yeah, my, I don't know. I think there's sort of... Um, I think... I don't know what I did... I can't really remember much of anything, really. <laughs> Is it trauma? So you just try and forget? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, like, I have a lot of memory loss because of the brain aneurysm so a lot of things i can't remember but i think i don't know i guess i just like it was breakfast radio so i was home by about 11 yeah in the yeah. morning and then so i could sort of do all the stuff around the house yeah it was mum was gone at like eight and didn't get home till about seven 
Oh, so you guys would just left his own devices. Was there anyone else there to watch you? Or? No, no, we sort of watched ourselves. But we had all the neighbourhood kids. Like, we were just sort of like a roaming gang. Yeah, it's wow. a cliche, but it was it was definitely a different time. It was a different era. It's totally just a different time. Yeah. You'd be so frowned on right now in this era to do that with kids that age. Yeah. Yeah. Docs They'd would be sent police. around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they would. They'd be like, yeah, what yeah. are you doing? He's like, what my parents did? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, you just did it. You just got yourselves up and... I was like, we went. We left for school at seven in the morning. We were gone before mum and dad were up. Yeah, right. You know. You guys got yourself up and ready? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a couple of trams, a couple of flashes. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a dick here. <laughs> oh, he popped a scallop. <laughs> Memories. So, uh, th- this might be a confronting question to ask, yeah. and, and, I, uh, and uh, excuse me if you're offended by it, but you could potentially be a grandmother. With, I'd be with, so thrilled. Would you? Oh, I'd be wrapped. I keep saying. I mean, I'm not. I'm not wishing that on your daughter who's only 21. That's fucking way too or young. Or one of the uh, one of the boys. Or one of the oh, boys. Only, more likely. Only yeah. one would knock someone up. I'd be <laughs> so wrapped. This selfish pursuit of their education. (laughs) (laughs) But they taunt me with this saying, we won't have children because you ruin the environment. Right. So they're those. Yeah. No kids because the world's ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My sister's like that. They've got a point. They've got like, there's a whole generation. Why would we? The world's going to fall apart. Yes. Yeah. Well, they have a very valid point. I don't know how to say it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> Except that I need you to have kids so you can pay for my pension. Yeah. That's all I can say to the younger generation. It's the only reason. Yeah. And your job is to make your children suffer, so get amongst it. That's what everyone <laughs> does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, what, and I can say to them, what if the world doesn't end? And, you know, we've... And I've never out. had a grandkid. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Think about what me. What about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh. Baby mad. All my kids are baby crazy. I love the babies. I love well, I've got a new one coming, so, you know, oh, they can come over our house. They seriously are obsessed. Obsessed with them. We need more help. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. And, and the, here's the thing that the, is a benefit. They won't be paid either. That, no, surely. They, they, would, they would love it. Like yeah. my, my um, head of accounts brings her baby over to be babysat, or was, by Bridge before she went overseas. And my boys were coming home from school, wagging school to come and hang out with the baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Just loving the baby. Love the baby. Yeah, amazing. Crazy. It's a good sign for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Good sign like you've raised some good kids here where they want to hang out with smaller children, look after them. Just like, Mum, look at this, look at this, look what he did that, look at this. I was like, Oh my god, he's so cute. (laughs) And the breath of babies, like the best best. It's 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 actually a really sad change from the breath of a baby when it's everything is sweet and then all you smell the bad breath on your baby for the first time. You're like, Oh, it's over. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's over. Fucking get another one. It's like it's like the first, I don't know, six months. Shit doesn't stink. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Oh, you could do and then they eat solids. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, got, Get rid of this one, darling. I'm going to put another one in yet. <laughs> <laughs> I need some sweet breath. I'm addicted to the sweet breath. Are you going to go more? Nah, we're done. Two and through. We're out. Two and through. Is Two and through. Oh, uh, well, that's I what like we're it. doing. I'm pretty sure it's one and done. No one ever says two and through. <laughs> What's two and through? Through what? <laughs> two and through. Two we're through it. it. it oh, you through it. It's four and more, they say. Four yeah. and more. Yep. No, no one says that. No. They should, though. Fiona right. Lachlan did. Was she? Yeah. She wanted nine. Why are you not having like one kid when they're up 
other people are having nine, you're not doing anything to save the environment exactly by right. not having a no. kid. That's right. You're like, not. you look at other parts of the world, they are not stopping. They are going. Well, And you, they are they are going hard. Yeah. So, and, it, yeah. and in general, if you want to go on cliches, people who have a lot of kids are usually quite heavily involved in some form of religion. And it doesn't matter which one. No. Islam, um, Judaism, Christianity, the, the unifying front usually if you're a fundamentalist within those religions if you have fuck tons of kids. Yeah. So what we need is uh, a few more enlightened atheists yeah, just to, to have start, fuck tons of kids. Just to start rooting. That's right. You know, level root, root, root. it out a little bit. Well, I think you should get amongst it, you two. Like Just Harley and I. Oh, we have. Many We've times. tried. <laughs> I keep trying to put a baby in. <laughs> but it, it just won't take. <laughs> One time we thought, oh, this is it. But I just had to do a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's your generation needs to be on it. Though. Yes. I didn't well, have I'm doing my part. Like... Number three's on the way. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Wade's dropping the ball over here with his two and through. Nah, two and through, mate. That's all you need. <laughs> I'm done. I, it takes so much out of your life. Oh, fucking hell. And that's my life. Fucking yeah. Forget about Claire. Well, because yeah. I'm 18 years away from being in, in a way done. I know you're never done, but I'm 18. From now, it's 18 years. Yeah. How old are years. you now? I'm 39. Yeah, okay. 39. This is why I, I have a, a double contradicting opinion on when you should have kids. Uh, on one hand, I think it's about around my age when I'm doing it. You know, yeah. you you're set. You yeah. you've you you know yourself a bit more. You're not an idiot anymore. You've Those calmed down of, a You've bit. calmed down. You've got a, maybe a better earning power. That yeah. sort of shit. And on the other hand, I think you should do it when you're 16, because then right. you're done at 32. Well, my parents like 18. <laughs> my mum had my brother when she was 18. Me when she was 19. Yeah. And so by the time they were my age, my brother and I, we were we were gone. Yes. And then it was, she just had my sister. She had like seven years later, but they just spoiled the shit out of her. Fuck you, Alicia. Fuck you, Alicia. Alicia. Fucking got everything. Alicia is like female Wade. It's weird. <laughs> she's the best. I love her. She's, <laughs> she's excellent. I've, she's such an excellent human. And she's very attractive. But but unless, if you're a very close mate of Wade's, it's fucking it's disconcerting. Just, <laughs> Wade, just because on one hand, you're like, well, you're, you're an attractive human being. And then you're like, fuck, that's Wade with long hair. <laughs> And she's very funny. She is oh, funny. She's funny. Yeah. She cracks me up. Yeah. Oh, what, what are we so talking funny. about now? Because now, I had my first at 29 and my last at 33. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's good. Yeah, but we, were, we didn't have enough money or yeah. sense. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know if I would recommend. Earlier. It's, yeah, it's hard to find the perfect time. How's your mental health going? Oh, let's get into that. Yeah. Well, everyone else answers that question honestly so Does let's see how you go um, uh, yeah. thanks um, for the sarcastic great. answer I just thought I'd ask genuinely I'm looking for content I don't really care but yeah genuinely how is your brain uh, a bit fried I think I'm yep. a little bit tired yeah yeah and um, I probably need a holiday I haven't had one in three years you oh, do wow. need a holiday yeah. yeah but then I think where would I go listen let before you go yeah. I, let's brainstorm where you're going to go on a holiday and when you're going to take it Somewhere like China, where I'll be very easily found. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Where the so, government's always watching. Yeah, the government. Look, I like that idea. I used to be scared of it. Now I fucking love it. <laughs> you know what? On, cameras rolling. I'm into it Bring too. It. Put us all on the same wage. Yeah, yeah. Tell me where to be and what to do. Yes. Love it. Bring yep. it on. Yep. All the same clothes. Yep. No more yep. credit cards. None no of more it. pin Give numbers. No more passwords. Oh, actually. We're all yeah. wearing the same thing. Yeah. Speaking about big brother and big government and, and mm. big government decisions, I, I did want to talk about this in the podcast and you're uh, right in the firing line of it and we're about to be. The Victorian government has just outlawed uh, mobile phones in state primary and high schools. Fantastic. It has 
uh, I, I think it's fantastic. It has been a contentious uh, issue in its response. There's a lot of people getting in a flap and, and honestly, no surprise, it's mostly it's teenagers. Yeah. I think it's the fucking best thing ever. I do too. And everyone that's kicking off about it, there's parents kicking off about it. You can't take my kid's phone. Well, you're a fucking idiot yeah. and you need yeah. to be told. Because there's parents who don't need to be told that. They're like, yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah. No yeah, phones in the classroom. guess what? I went to school all day and I didn't need to speak right. to my kids. And they can access them at lunchtime. Yes. Um, and if there's an emergency, you might have to ring the, the school and say, guess what, Nana's dead, see you at 3.30. Totally. Yeah, that's all you have to know. Because oh, because it's actually my issue with school is uh, the level I'm at, which is only grade three, is how much um, correspondence there is between school and parent, and and partly it's like, well, you're being transparent, so that's good. But part of me is just like, no, I just send my kid to you. Yeah. Fucking take care yeah. of it until three thirty, and then I'll yeah. pick him up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea of having to contact your kid while they're at school. Oh, it's bizarre. It's, it's very bizarre. bizarre. They're at school. They're at school. Outside of an emergency, it's that's bizarre. Right. And, and like if there's been a, a, a sort of emergencies for Leah in terms of, you know, sick bad and stuff like that, they call me. Call I'm me. the one with the phone. Yes. Yeah, call me. My kid doesn't need it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me. You know, like when Joe fell over and tripped on an acorn and got a concussion. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just remember it so well. <laughs> so, so fucking funny. Oh, I just remember picking up him just going, I don't remember one thing what happened. <laughs> I was going, that's okay, we're driving. Mum, I don't remember one thing what happened. And, <laughs> Anna, and then the end, by the time I got to the GP, I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew he was fucked up because he'd been offered a can of Coke and no one ever gets the black doctor in our house. Like, just, it just doesn't happen. I thought, yeah, no, he's really got a major brain injury. <laughs> the black doctor. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was trying to unpack if there's any level of racism in there. <laughs> like, I get the reference. It's Coke. It's yeah, the black it's, doctor. Oh, it's the best. Like, for a hangover or pregnancy, that's when you <laughs> <laughs> drink coke, but that's, that's what the maternal health nurse will tell you when you go in. Make yeah. sure you have a can of coke every day. Yeah. And give it to your baby as well. Yes, they definitely. Love Babies love coke. touch of Bundy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for the teething. No, it's very good for a hangover. That's why it's called the Black Doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. yeah. No, I'm up on it. Yeah. It's not All right. It's just no, it's not. It was just, you know, I'm... I'm <laughs> you've heard it here first. Georgia McEncrow is not racist. <laughs> yep. Like, despite what you've heard. You probably should have heard it before now, but you're hearing <laughs> it here first. <laughs> From all evidence to the uh, contrary, After all the discussions about it. <laughs> <laughs> all the forums, the Reddit threads, we want to tell you. <laughs> George is definitely, uh, creator of Sheba is definitely not <laughs> racist. Thanks. Harley. <laughs> hey, we love you. Um, I love you. And oh. can I just say your show is fantastic too. Oh, thank you, mate. It really is. Thank you very it much. It really is. You're far funnier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to, to everyone uh, that is uh, a shitting with the door open fan, thank you very much for watching Taboo. You've uh, given some great comments. I always know who you are because on a thread that I've put up about Taboo, there's all these people that have only yeah. just discovered me and then there'll just be one going, well done, you rat fuck. <laughs> 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 and I wonder how other people that see that go, what's that about? That it sounds like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, everybody. Uh, and thanks That's for being here. That's perfect for you because it just... It's such difficult material and, and I wouldn't trust anyone else to do it. Oh. No, perfect man for the job. Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, and this will come out the day before the last one, really? uh, which is back to where it all started, which was the pilot about physical disability. So if you've seen it, watch it again. Uh, yeah. If, you, if uh, you saw it and liked it, tell your friends. Um, it's got a special place in my heart, that one, because it was where it all started. Yeah, it's a nice one. 
That's brilliant. And and you're going to be at the Logies. And what are you wearing? Oh, yes. And so who's dressing you? I will have been at the Logies when this came out. I uh, <laughs> um, Who's dressing me? V&J Menswear. Thank you very much. Cool. Well done. Um, the veg. Uh, <laughs> the v- <laughs> it does actually look like veg when it's written down. Because it's just the V and the and symbol and then J. Yeah. Oh, well done. Good on you to... Uh, V and J menswear. Uh, yeah, and look, I don't know how it's going to go. I'm I'm partly looking forward to being at the Logies. It's my first time, but I'm Can you not. Get photos with Carrie Ann. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not very good in a um a controlled environment where I'm not allowed to walk outside whenever I want. Like if I'm told to sit and be there for Ooh, hours right. on end, it's when I start to really get a bit punch shaky. Walls. Yeah, punch yeah. walls. Yeah, I'll punch <laughs> walls and flip <laughs> tables. Back feeling. I'll end up. Fucking, yeah, I'll end up body slamming ding dong. <laughs> Denise Drysdale and I had a fight in the back. <laughs> anyway. If there's anyone you could punch at the Logies, who would it be? Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> and out of love. <laughs> who would you Daniel. punch? That's a good... What who a great would you thing. punch to at the Logies? Andrew Denton. <laughs> Andrew Denton. <laughs> he seems what like a, such a nice what guy. What a random he's target. <laughs> had a heart condition. I know. But he's always seems so smart as well. And he's always even doing the right thing. And like, All right, Dan, I fucking had enough, mate. <laughs> Bang. You're the jazzed fucking of ABC fucking commentators. Glasses off. <laughs> this is happening, Dan. On stage as well. I'll call him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl Summers? Do you reckon he'll be there? Nah. Playing the drums in the house band? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do us. See ya. Uh, oh, but quickly. Oh, wait, no. Just we'll edit that. See ya. Hit subscribe. Hey, do and tell your friends. I'm tired of fucking asking. I'm tired of fucking, fucking ridiculous. This. Hit subscribe. Tell your friends. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, and Patreon will happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Dad's. <laughs>